Welcome to Full of Herself podcast, the podcast about the female experience for the female experience. I'm your host, Alexa Martinez. This podcast is for women who want more, women who are unwilling to settle for anything less than juicy and aligned success. Together with my amazing guests, we will deep dive into the journey, the story, growth, fuck-ups, and everything in between. My hope for you after spending some time with us here at Full of Herself is to own your story, to stop waiting to live and create a life that you love, and hopefully walk away just a little bit more full of yourself. This is Full of Herself podcast. Let's dive in. All right. Hello, lovely ones. Welcome to another episode of Full of Herself podcast. I am your host, Alexa Martinez, and I am joined today by my dear friend and fellow internet diva, (laughs) content creator, boss lady. Um, I call you Jazz, but I saw it like Jasmine. Like, I love that. Such a beautiful first name, Jasmine Ornelas. So we were saying like, you have to say the last name with the roll of the tongue or else it just doesn't sound right. Um, hi, my love. Hi, I'm so excited to be here to chat with you to just be in this energy with you. Yes, yes, yes. Full of herself is all about the energy. So I love that. I'm so excited to have you on. So for those of you who are new to jazz, I'm just gonna call you jazz because that's what that's what we call you. Um, (laughs) um, she is amazing. She is a Latina content creator. She is a stay at home mom. She is an industry leader. In my opinion, like you are just rising in the ranks, so to speak so quickly and in such a really beautiful way. And I'm just so excited today to explore your journey because you're growing fucking fast. (laughs) <laughs> yes you hit 10k today I hit 10k today which is another reason where I was like this is so perfect I get to like all the feelings of reflecting mm-hmm. my journey and you know putting on such a big goal so I'm I'm ready to like go into it you know the, all yes the <laughs> yes talking about all the things so congratulations on 10k babe so first things first explain to us like who Jazz is in the internet space, like what it is that you do so well. I would love to hear from your mouth, like what it is that you do and why it is that you show up and create content. I am a Latina creator. I am 33. I'm a mom of two, a wife. I've been on social for over 11 years and um, I started with my platform on Instagram. I loved Instagram and Um, I loved sharing creator stuff, my health journey, everything in between motherhood. Um, But there was always a desire and Instagram was probably like the first OG platform that gave me that inspiration of wanting to showcase that creative side of me, you know, Mm. and then was born the YouTube dream where I was like, oh, I, I bought myself a camera into a DSLR camera in 2018. And I said, I'm going to make, I'm going to be a YouTuber. I'm going to grow my channel. It's going to be great. 
And then my fears and my insecurities just mm. got to me. Yeah. So I let my camera, I put my camera away. I let it pile dust and I've been on Instagram and my growth was very stagnant. I was losing followers. And with that in mind, I, you know, speaking about 10 K, I almost was like, I don't want to post anymore. Why mm-hmm. should I post? And I let that steal the joy of me creating. I let that Take, like bleed into my identity. And I, 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 I felt so confused of what direction I wanted to go to mm-hmm. or even posting. Right. So then the pandemic happened where we were all in, at home and we all downloaded TikTok. And I love, I fell in love with TikTok so fast. And as a platform, I love, la- I love the authentic side of it. The fact that I could be on the platform and laugh and giggle and dance and mm-hmm. all those things in between. And I just, it was so refreshing as a creator to see other creatives create in, in mm. that capacity. And that was where I, it reignited my, my spirit of, I want to start posting again in a different mm. way, in a fresh way, because since when a lot of my life happened, right, I got married, I had my kids, postpartum, depression, like all of those things have happened where now I've, I feel like I wanted, I gave myself permission to say, I want to be a creator and I want to give myself, I felt like a, an era that I'm entering. I'm in, I feel like I'm entering an era of yes. growth and, and it just, it just feels so different. Right. So I gave myself that permission to say, Hey, let me bring out my, my, my camera and I still don't know the terminology of how to use it. I still don't <laughs> know a lot of the things of the camera, but I released that perfectionism. And I said, I'm just going to have fun with it. Mm. And I started to create on TikTok. And I knew, I knew the way that the platforms work, that quality value always stands out. Always, mm. always, right? Mm. So I was like, how can I do this in TikTok where... I also felt I'm 33. Am I too late in the game? Can I still be a creative? You know, because my dream was so long ago that I was like, can I still do this? You know, and then um, I thought, can I create in a way that is true to myself? Because I'm not a professional makeup artist. I love makeup, but I'm not a pro. And then I, I felt like I kept looking for these titles or I don't know, certifications. And I realized that I'm just going to create in a way that feels good to me, create the things that I enjoy. And I find myself sharing things, you know, for me, I've, I've, I love talking about mental health and the stigma behind our Latinx community and how I saw it growing up and how it Mm. really was hard seeing my mom with her depression and how now I'm a mom of two and how I'm breaking generational healing and talking Mm. about mental health and speaking it in a way on TikTok that's saying like, hey, you know what? Crying is not a weakness because that's what I heard. Mm-hmm. I heard, why are you crying like that? Like, don't right. cry. We don't cry, you know? And so I like talking about mental health and I realized that I gave my per- gave myself permission to not put myself in a box because mm-hmm. I would compare myself to all these other creatives and mm-hmm. all beautiful and amazing in their own way. But I realized that 
I had to hone in, in in my voice and the things that I love and the things that I'm passionate about. Mm-hmm. So I think at the beginning of last of this year, that's when I started to use my DSLR camera. And I, I don't think I had a thousand followers. And today on TikTok, I'm at 9,400, so 9,400 followers. And it's been crazy. Such an amazing thing because the best thing that happened out of being on TikTok was that I got my camera out. But from there, I I remember being so scared to post on TikTok. And I had that dream where I was like, I'm going to do this. Mm. I'm going to go for it. But I realized that, I mean, I had I was not posting. Right. <laughs> and I needed to take myself from zero to something. Yeah. And I knew that I needed to break it down in a way that was that allowed me to be consistent because, mm. you know, you hear other people like social media gurus talking about how in order to grow on TikTok, you need to post seven times a day and all of these things. No, and- it's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And for someone that is living with depression and my mental health, I am not willing to put mm. my mental health at the expense of a social media platform or a strategy goal. Huge. So for me, I said, what, what am I willing to do in my season as a mom of two at home, you know, because Mm -hmm. I also can't compare myself to a creator who has more time is pumping out five more videos, you know, so totally. I had to be like, what can I do? What am I okay with? And what am I willing to be consistent with? And I went from zero to maybe three times a week and then four times a week. And now I post once a day and I'm happy with that. Yeah. I love that. So you're like a little bit of everything. Like, this is what I want to, this is what I, thank you for giving us a little backdrop. We're, we're going to oh, get yeah. into the story. There, we're going to so much. There's so much. Yeah. There's so much. And like, it's, it's so true. Like, you know, it's so interesting. Cause you're, I remember you told me that you started practicing makeup while you were pregnant because you couldn't sleep. So you'd go on YouTube and you'd watch makeup tutorials, which I fucking love. And I love this. And then it's something that you kind of create a passion about. And then in the world that we live in and like the, you know, you, you take your passions and you put it online. That's just kind of like how we exist now, if that's something that you're interested in. So it's like, it's so interesting to look at you and and I love watching you and your audience. Like I literally will go through your comments sometimes and I'm like, she's a queen. People love her. She's amazing because you are. And the thing is, is you are talking about, because Jazz talks a lot about like imposter syndrome. She talks a lot about mental health. She talks a lot about mindset and like in, in a really important way that I feel like only you could really talk about it because you are a content creator and you're doing things like makeup and you're doing things and you're partnering with brands or with clothes and nails and all of these things that, you know, are like just, you know, beautiful and we love, but at the same time you flip the script and you create space to talk about like, it's okay to be fearful or today I felt like shit or this week I felt like shit. Um, and I think that that's probably one of, one of, there are many things that I love about your platform, but one of my favorite things about the space that you create is you just show up 
and you share authentically. And I think that that translates. And I think that that's why you've been able to grow. And I think, I know that you've had a platform for a long time. I know that you've done kind of different things in the online space, but I think in particular in this past year, I think this is why you've been able to grow such an aligned community. And I think that's what you're very fucking good at. Like your community is so niched and it's so it's like, it's just perfect. Like, I don't know. I don't really know if I see another creator who has such a dead on community where I'm like, yes, exactly. This is exactly who she was, she was talking to. And they all came, they all came running, they all come ready and willing. So how does it feel to like have created a community almost kind of not necessarily by accident, because I know that you, you know, put a lot of work into this, but to have done such a good job to have been able to speak to that, you know, speaking to Latina creators and saying like, there is space for us. We need you. Like, how does it feel to have done that so well? It almost feels like the greatest blessing because I was so scared, right? I was so scared to post at the beginning. I mm. felt alone. What was so scary about it? Um, the, the judgment, the, what if my video gets on the wrong side of TikTok? What if I make, yes. you know, fool out of myself, especially at the beginning of TikTok, it was very much in order to grow. You also had to do a lot of dances. And I, 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 I mean, I love my cumbias. And yeah, we can have a little wiggle. <laughs> <laughs> but ask me for a routine like that. I don't know if I could pull that off. <laughs> yeah. I love that. I love that. Yeah. So, and, and it's, like if you go and you follow jazz or if you already follow jazz, I think that is something that I just notice about your content is everything is getting engagement. Everything is getting so much love. Everything is like, oh my gosh, this resonates. It could be about mindset. It could be about makeup. It could be about whatever. And there is just this energy of like community in your world. And I think that that's something that's so, so special. So Take us back to, because you now are getting paid to essentially create content, which is absolutely divine. And we will get into that. Um, but take us back to last year, because last year is when you really started all of this, right? Right. Like this right. wasn't like to give everyone context, it's May and this started what in November. Yeah. So like, it's literally been five minutes. So please walk <laughs> us back, walk us back to November. Like, what was the thought process? What was the decision that was made? Like, give us some insight into you being like, okay, we're going to do this now. Because I felt so frustrated with Instagram, I knew that I needed to, I knew that I wanted to be a content creator or, or blossom my true authentic self. And I wanted to do it in a different platform, give myself that opportunity. And I first, I made that decision that I was going to go for it. Right. I had to make that choice to say, I'm going to do my best. Every day is going to look different and I'm going to learn and assess and keep going. Right. And I, I was scrolling. I would, I would study. I would any video on TikTok, I was learning it. I took a few classes. I was like, okay, what can I learn? How can I watch all the YouTube videos? I studied because I, I, I wanted to learn. And one of the things that I noticed was that I was not learning from any Latinas or Latinx creatives, you know, and that, that bugged me, you know, that, that really um, bugged me in a way that it caused me to take action for myself. Yeah. to create, uh, create takes to bring, to fill in the gap, right? Because I was like, why am I 
there's something so beautiful of me learning from someone that makes me feel safe from learning from someone who's a brown girl someone that I feel like so connected to you know and I, I thought about that I was learning and everything and so then because I was in in the in the thick of it right I was in it that I I started to call out those creatives on TikTok. And I knew I can't be the only one that feels this. I can't be the only one that sees this. And what's going on here, TikTok? What is happening? And because I started calling it out, other Latina creators also started to connect and gather. And that's how my community, our community has been growing, but it's been, it's been out of a need of seeing more representation and seeing that that also that pride and that you know that orgullo to see like no we deserve this we need to be seen we have so much beauty culture everything in between that i see other creators that they share their 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 pictures their makeup routines and it just their stuff needs to be viral type of thing. So because I see, again, the, the gap, it to me, I, I took it upon myself to say, I'm going to take this leadership role and build it. I don't see it. I'm going to make it happen. I'm going to cultivate it. I'm going to bring us together. And I found that that's my joy. I love bringing us together. I love our community together. If you win, we all win. Let's go. There's room for the table. We all eat today. We're making we're making yeah. this, you know. So. Huge. And like this is just a perfect example of like you think that you're going to do one thing, right? You think you're just going to create content or you think that, oh, maybe I'll get some brand partnerships or maybe I'll get free products or whatever it is, which is absolutely fair enough to be a beginning intention, but it just goes to show like the potential and the power and really just like the movement that we each have inside of us. Like I'm, I'm in this phase of business right where I'm like the energy of the expertise, the energy of the movement, the energy of the revolution. Like we all have this inside of us. Oftentimes we're just too kind of scared or uncertain or whatever it is to actually own this. So for you, how did it feel to like step into leadership? Because I know you've done some leadership stuff before. So I know that's not totally like out of left field, but how did it feel to be stepping up as a Latina leader in the online space? Like seeing that gap, like for you, how did that initially feel? And like, did you have resistance? Did you like, what were the stories going on? Like, give us some insight into that. I felt so scared because it almost, um, I felt so vulnerable. Mm. Um, I wasn't sure if other creatives felt that I wasn't sure if other people were feeling that. So there was that fear or that limiting belief that, um, what if it's just me feeling this, right? So <laughs> then I, that, that, which led to what if I fail? What if I don't create impact? What if I don't make connections? What if I don't build a community? All the fears started rumbling in, you know, and I think um, one of the things that I was noticing was that if I wanted to connect with a certain, you know, mom creator, Latinx creator, or wherever it may be, I didn't wait for the algorithm to bring them to me. I go found, I, I went to find them. I was like, right. okay, I feel like I vibe with you. I would message them. I would comment on their stuff, mm -hmm. and that deposited a little bit of 
spark and joy into me to say like, that's one more person. That's one more person that I'm connecting with. And I'm not alone. You see, you see, there's that person and this person. Yeah. And so I took my, my fear and I just broke it down into little deposits and ways that I could build my confidence right. because it wasn't, it wasn't that overnight thing. I know it was, it was a lot of, it's been growing fast, but behind the scenes, I was literally fighting. I'm constantly fighting imposter syndrome fears. Um, I question myself of even the way I speak, because I'm like, what if people make fun of me of the way I speak? Because that was another thing, because I I would post my content where I wouldn't show, I wouldn't speak. I would just do transformations or something like that. That was safe. And then I know there's a power of speaking on camera. And I knew that that was you know, my, my, I was being pulled into that direction. And I knew that in order for me to grow and build a community, I needed to speak and use my voice. So I said, okay, you know, I, 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 I always say, I get sweaty armpits, I get nervous and (laughs) let me, let me push record. And I spoke, you know, and I gave myself, I was like, this may not be good. And I may stumble upon my words, but I posted it. This, I took it as I'm learning. I'm in my learning zone. So if this happens a certain way, it's cool. It's fine. I'm learning. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And I feel like I have a million things I want to say, but the, one of the things that I want to say as well is one of my favorite things about your content is the explicit, like Latina-ness of it. And like the explicit Latinx, like so much, like the music and every single reel or TikTok you make, it is, it is with like a Latinx musician or a, you know, Mexican singer or whatever it is. Like that is my favorite fucking thing because it's so easy to go and use all of the trending songs and use all of this other stuff. But like one of my favorite things that you do is it doesn't matter what you're creating. You are going to use a Spanish speaking song. Like And I love that. I feel like it's such a like middle finger to like the rest of the world. I don't know why. Like, I'm like, it's just got such badass energy. Um, So for you, like what is, or kind of give us some insight into like what it's been like or why it's been so important for you to like highlight Latinx culture and for you to because the thing is, is you're working with mainstream brands now, like you are on PR lists of like, we've got super goop. We've got all of these like big, amazing brands, which is fucking amazing. And you know, why is it so important for you to be able to partner with these brands or be on their PR list or whatever it is and be so explicitly Brown? I love this. So I'm also, I'm a first gen Latina from East LA. And my parents um, immigrated from Samora, Michoacan. So I saw a lot of East LA, low income. We, we, we were low income. And I saw a lot of the struggles, but a lot of the beautiful, the beautiful parts of it. And now as I'm older, I get to see it and, and love it so much, you know, and um, I th- because I went through that as a first gen I, I'm, and I see it with my parents and the music that I was raised and the music that my parents would 
put on Saturday mornings to clean or to be outside or anything like that. It all means something to me. So when I choose the music, it's because I think of my culture or the way that I was my Sunday mornings with my family or the way we sat down at eight or the way we would gather and party together. You know, those are the things that that bring that inspiration, you know, and I knew that I also knew at the beginning when I started to create, I knew that I wanted to share this precious part of my childhood. And I knew, I also had to go through this, what does a Latina look like on TikTok? Because I was like, we see a lot of the, and the some of the girls in my life were talking about like the Hachitos Latina, you know? And for a lot, when I see that, I, I almost sometimes question my, not question myself, but I stop myself because I think I don't want to be made fun of, mm-hmm. you know, because they're being made fun of. So on this, on their spotlight, you know, right. and then I had to kind of go through my growing of my voice mm-hmm. and saying, I'm a Latina this way. This is how I am. And if I say the word a certain way, it's okay. And if I don't say it, the word a certain way, that's okay too, you know? Uh-huh. And And that was so liberating to say, I'm not this or that. I am me in my own way. And I do identify as a Latina and I'm so proud of it. And I know I'm not the only one who feels this. So the more I kind of step into that, I guess loving myself and my, my, how I was raised and bringing that into TikTok, um, more girls started relating to it. More girls again, started to be like, finally someone that I, that I also identify with. And I also love, <laughs> I love that, um, I don't always use trending sounds and I release that, I guess that goal of using a trending sound for a viral video, because that can also mess with our creative spirit, you know, like, okay, I only need to stick to trending sounds which then was robbing my creative process. And I, when, I know when I'm scrolling and I hear a sound that I relate to, I immediately follow. And because I was studying the way I was following too, I was like, I know I'm not the only one. So that's why I started adding more music. And that's why I love sharing about mental health and my childhood and how I was raised. I love, 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 love that. Um, it's just... It's so unique. And mind you, I'm not like, I love following your community because it gives me access and exposes me to so many other Latina creators and business owners. And like, um, I'm not even going to name specifics because I can never remember anybody's name, but just so many amazing Latinas who are like literally doing like, um, you know, interior design and partnering with big ass brands and all of these things. And it's like, It's just, and that's like literally one example, but there are a million others. And it's just like, it's so important to, yeah, to have Latinas in these spotlights of, we can also do these things. Mm -hmm. And, you know, as a mix, as a biracial person who also identifies as a Latina, it's, I can resonate so much with you being like, well, what if I'm not this? And what if it's this? But for me, it's always like, well, I'm not brown enough and I'm not white enough, like, you know, existing in this in between. And I think that's kind of all Americanized, like, you know, people's like, we're like, where do we exist? Like, we're kind of, we're, we're nowhere and we're everywhere, you know? So it's, 
it's just so, for me, it's so, so, so beautiful to see you partnering with these big brands. Like you did Merit and these other makeup brands, Merit, right? Yeah, I did. I partnered with Merit. I did Bondi Sands. Today I did Navy Hair Care and Gloasis just responded me. Um, and this is one the, the cool thing about, because I'm figuring out my voice. I love that brands are noticing my aesthetic and my style and how I create that they allow me creative freedom. And because I'm allowed such creative freedom, I'm able to showcase my culture, my community and everything that I stand for, which pumps me up. And so when I responded to a brand yesterday, I closed out my collaboration. I just, I said, thank you so much for the honor as a Latina creator. It means so much for me to be able to create my content, use it music that I want to and showcase in the way that I, I post and edit. And she responded to me saying, hey, um, we want to continue a long-term basis with me, email me. And this is a brand that is up and coming too. And I'm just, I'm so excited and honored, but the things that were so scary and the things that I thought I was so alone are actually are the things that are opening opportunity and doors. And I'm just blown away by that. Totally. It's your superpower. It's, it's the reason that this community and these brands have stuck out to like, have, have come to you and connect with you. And like, I mean, like I said, I'm, I don't know the whole Latina creator base. However, I truly believe that your content is so unique and like just has this very, it just has this authentic energy about it where it's just you and this music that you can tell that you love and this message that feels so um, that feels so relevant and connected to you. And I think that so many of us are connected to you. And so many of us are on a similar journey, whether we're in businesses or we are creators or whatever it is, whatever kind of path we're trying to take. I think it's so refreshing to see, yeah, somebody just show up so boldly in who they are and then to be validated for that, to be paid for that, to be affirmed in that. It's just, it's such an example and such a sign for all of us to be like, oh no, like my goal is to just be as explicitly me as possible. And that's actually the thing that creates, creates things that moves. Like that's fucking crazy. So I love that. So for you, I mean, being a content creator and being on TikTok and growing and hitting 10 K today and almost hitting 10 K on TikTok, like for you, what is, what has this transformed into? Because obviously last year it was, I'm going to start doing this stuff and then realizing that there was kind of a gap and there was a voice that was needed. And now you've kind of, now it's like this whole other thing. Like you're creating content, you have brand partnerships, obviously, and that's really, really beautiful. But for you, what has this evolved into and what do you want to continue to see happen on your platform? Like, what are you wanting to build? What are you wanting to tap into? What are you playing around with right now as a creator and a leader? And yeah, I'm just curious. Uh, Because of the community and because I see the questions. I see the lack of transparency. I see that my community is not getting the answers, the knowledge that we need. I've been so open about sharing a lot of the behind the scenes and tools on my TikTok. I'm always like, what, here are my secrets. This is how I edit. This is how I do it. You know, and 
I, I believe in abundance. I believe that we all sit at the table and eat. I believe that we, we, it's going to flow to me easily, you know? And so because of that, um, I've always shared and I've always shared tools and, and the things that I love to use as a creator, but because I'm noticing that um, we need more of representation, I find myself being pulled into leading maybe a workshop. My community is actually the one that's that to asking me, hey, Jazz, we're ready for a workshop. And I'm over here like, what? We're like, what? TikTok lady, hurry up. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's I'm working through it. And I, I wrote it on my calendar that I, I want to write it down, facilitate it and possibly launch my first workshop by the end of the month or next early next month and go from there. But I'm I'm ready for it. You know, I could see it. And I, ha I really have a passion to gather and to like speak on empowerment love manifestation and seeing everybody win like it brings mm -hmm. me so much joy mm -hmm. to see girls on the journey that I was right so people who go from I was paralyzed I was fearful to now I'm doing the damn thing and because I I've done that I want to take others like we're gonna do it come on I'm getting your hand let's go we're gonna make this happen so that's where I'm headed, you know, short term, but long term goal, I definitely see myself evolving um, into either the coaching platforms or yeah. my brand where I can create a bigger impact. And I love it. You know, I love how we're talking you and I like this. It, it's a, such a sweet spot. And I'm realizing it more. And my community is asking, asking me for it. So now I'm just like, okay. I'm aligning to it. Let's go. Let's do this. And just going, going yeah. through it. <laughs> yeah. Cause me and jazz, we connected. I think we just connected on Instagram, like not exactly sure how we found each other. And we were both living in Las Vegas at the time. So jazz lives in Las Vegas. My family lives in Las Vegas. I was in Las Vegas getting away from Australian madness. Um, and we just kind of had this, I don't know, we kind of connected and whatever. And then we ended up meeting up and having virtually, this is when I was back in Australia and just talking about TikTok and talking about all of these things. And I remember talking to you and I remember you just having a wealth of knowledge, like do this and this works, but this doesn't work. And I've tried this. And, and it's really because you were like, I'm just going to fucking go for it. Like, I'm not going to be perfect. I'm not going to wait till I have everything sorted out. You've learned all the do's and don'ts. And I remember when we sat down and had that conversation, I was like, girl, you need a, you need to host a class or something. And we had that conversation and this is like a few months ago now, but like, it's, it's, it's so, I think for me as a Latina coach, like it's so cool to see women stepping up and just owning like owning their power. And, and I think you as like a mother and you, you know, you wrote in the little intake podcast where I'm like, when I pick their brain before they enter the podcast, I'm like, you know, what do you love talking about? And she was like, you know, that you can, what did you say that you can start again, or you can, you can start at any time, right. It's never too late. Right. Never. And I think that that's such a huge message. Not that we're even at all old, so to speak, whatever old is, but like, you can feel so stuck and you can feel so, I think, especially for mothers, you can feel so this is my life. This is my reality, you know? And it's like you and your husband are making it work. The kids are out. They had to leave the house because mom has a podcast interview, but like, <laughs> I fucking love that. So like, what do you have to say to people who 
I mean, maybe they don't even know what they want to do, or maybe they don't even have any idea of what their power looks like. But what do you want to say to people who just feel like they want to do something, but like, is it too late or just start? Like what inspired you? What got you going? What inspired me was seeing other creatives do the damn thing. So because I saw others do the damn thing, I'm so vocal about it because I know there's someone on the other side of the screen screen feeling the exact exact way that I was stuck in my feelings of paralyzation, fears, doubts. And that was, that was, that has been my biggest, I guess, purpose to say, it's not too late. I can keep going and I'm finding myself more appreciative of the journey and my fear was, I, is it too late? I'm 33, right? I'm a mom too after, is it too late, right? Or where now I feel like I'm also learning such a new empowering, how you say, I'm, I literally feel that I'm stepping into my, my power and a new era. And now I'm like, hell yeah, I'm a mom too. Hell yeah, I'm a 33 year old. I'm doing the damn thing, you know? So it's just, it's so incredible to feel um, and, and to push through those fears. And I know there are other creators who, um, who reached out to me and they were like, Hey, we see you creators with hundreds and thousands of followers. And they're like, we see you, we see you talking about imposter syndrome. And we want to tell you that the only way to overcome us is to go through it, grow through it. Mm. And I really held that close at the beginning of me creating, because I was like, all right, they spoke, you know, success leaves clues. I'm, I'm following their lead and they're paving the way. And so I just made myself that affirmation of being in action mode in the way where I'm, I'm, I don't get paralyzed and Mm -hmm. fearful and create in a way that just allowed me to take those small action steps to build that confidence. Cause again, I didn't have the confidence in myself. Even when you and I spoke, I couldn't see it then. Yeah, I I was still. That's true. I was, I was kind of leading the conversation. I was like, "Girl, you need to like do something." You were like, "I don't know." (laughs) Yes, yes, you see it, and I've been working on on this, and I've been working on 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 my belief, on my confidence. But you know, that feeling has always been there. I've always loved talking to other creative. I've always loved building up. I've always Mm -hmm. loved this conversation. So that feeling has been. I feel like since. I was a little kid, Absolutely. but now it just makes sense. And I have more clarity and right. I don't know, I don't know what the next steps are, but I know what, what I want it to feel like. I know mm-hmm. it feels good. And if I lean in into that feeling of this makes me feel good, I want to create something that feels magical, inspirational, valuable, impactful. I know I'm going in the right direction. Definitely. And the thing is, is like you saying, um, you know, you felt you've had this feeling since you were little. And I feel like I have this conversation so often with clients and with myself is like, we've felt, we felt this call. We felt this desire. We felt this bigness, this specialness, this desire to share our voice and share ourselves. Um, Maybe it's intrinsically human, or I don't know, maybe it's just this community that we're a part of, but we've all felt this sense of I'm definitely meant for something more. And it's so funny how we grapple with that, how we, 
you know, obviously we live in worlds that don't appreciate us, um, you know, human beings in general, women in general, you know, women of color in general, specifically Latinas in general. Um, I feel like we grew up with so much stigma and so much shame around being, you know, particularly Mexican in America is like a whole thing. Um, so yeah, so you're, you, you feel this bigness, you feel this call, but then you grow up in a world that tells you to be smaller and be other. And then we step into adulthood and we, we step into this world that we live in and we grapple and we try and figure that out. And it's so interesting how every single time, every conversation I've ever had with any female entrepreneur, it's a full circle of finally coming back and just surrendering to it. Just saying, okay, I actually get to be this big, I guess, or, okay, I actually get to do the thing that I really just want to do. And I don't really have to jump through a million hoops or force myself to look a different way or sound a different way or be a way. I literally just get to have what I want if I let myself have it. And that's like, that's your story. Like that's, that's what we come back to. Like you want to be seen, you want to share, you want to create community. And even with the coaching stuff, whichever direction it goes into, it's like so clearly what you're the direction that you're meant to be going into, whether it's explicit coaching or just like creating community. So it's just wild to see. In some capacity, I, when I think of the journey from all of it, I also think back that me taking action and taking these steps has also provided some inner child healing. And I feel so proud. You know, my inner child is like, that's me. I'm like, she's going with, you're doing it, you're doing it, you know, because I, like you said, I, I hit a lot of hard seasons, postpartum, um, seasons where I was really struggling. I didn't know, um, how I was going to wake up. My depression was really rough, you know? And so now as, um, because I've had those such low seasons in my life, I really like to talk about that on, on TikTok so that, other creatives also know that you can be creative and go through stuff too. Totally. Sometimes think like, well, I can't be creative because I'm going through my depression, but no, like we can't, we, we absolutely can. And I want to be proof of that. And it may not look like a certain way or may not look like a traditional way or even IG, you know, where everything looks perfect aesthetic. Yeah. Like I want to be known. I want to create that that awareness where we do have hard days and that's okay too. And we yeah. find ways to, as a creative, to still be creative, to make those steps forward. I talk a lot about batch content creating because there are days where I, like I said, it's really hard for me to see the, the beauty in my days. You know, mm -hmm. I don't know when when that happens to me, I don't know when I'm going to get one of those really hard days. So yeah. in order for me to prepare myself and to be consistent, I know, I know my patterns and batch content creating is one of the things that I'm really big on. And that helps me to, again, to be more consistent on. Oh, wow. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, how have you found, I mean, God, I mean, I just run a business. I don't have children yet. And I look at mothers every day and I'm like, bless these women. They are superheroes. So like for you, I mean, having children, that's a whole other conversation, but like for you, how do you, how do you, 
a person who's living with depression and anxiety and, and, you know, mental health stuff happening, which I feel like is such a big conversation at the moment. Like, how do you find that grace or that sweet spot? Or maybe you haven't found that sweet spot. Like, what has that process been like for you of, I guess, like partnering with yourself and having grace for yourself whilst still moving forward? Because I know that you have had bad days, but I also know that you've continued to grow. So like, what does that balance look like for you? I do give myself a lot of grace. Um, and that's something that motherhood taught me was it was a really hard lesson as a first time mom, because you have this expectation. I'd be like this, I need to be this type of mom. I need to be the perfect mom. Right. And that was a hard lesson where I had to own up to, I'm the hot mess mom. I am not prepared. I'm always, I'm always running wild. I do not have my kids coordinated. That's just me. And I kept comparing myself to again, like the perfect Instagram moms. And I was like, nope, nope, that's not, that's not me. And not resonating. <laughs> so for me, I realized that I, I had to give myself grace and love myself as a mom that I am and the mom that I want to become. And that's okay. That's enough. That that's the key word. I am enough. I'm, I am, I am enough as I am. I love my kids and, and I do my best, you know? So there are times where I feel in order for me to give myself grace, I do journal. I do write a lot. Uh, I create, I write my thoughts down and I assess, I, I look at my thoughts. I do make sure that I have body movement. I, if I feel burnt out, I go outside and I leave my phone in the car or in the home, in my home. And I do unplug because as creative, sometimes our mind are just like, okay, this, 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 I can record this and do that. And I just need a moment to stop and breathe and enjoy the presence of air and sunlight, you know? And, um, so it's been, my healing journey has not been linear. It's been, I learn, I figure out this way this helps. Okay, great. This helps. I'm going to try it. And I just keep going every day, a little bit, a little bit more each day. But I think the essence is, um, remembering that, it's all a journey and releasing that perfectionism in what we think is or what it's supposed to be. And it's so funny because we're all the same, right? We're all going through it. We're all dealing with our own shit. And yet we're all trying to pretend that like everything is fine and that we shouldn't feel some type of way. And I think that that's a really beautiful part of like human centered content and content going in that direction of like, I mean, it's always going to be a bit highlight really, but like people actually getting vulnerable or being real enough to actually share, like, yeah, like I've been depressed or I have anxiety or this happens and I am also successful. Like, I feel like that, that duality is allowed to exist. Like, I I feel like it's a narrative of like, either I am a depressed mess who doesn't get out of bed or I'm successful hustle girl boss. Like, There is an in-between and it's called being a fucking human, you know, like it's just crazy. So I really appreciate you, you sharing that. And I also think that your story and so many of our stories of people who struggle with mental illness and just life is we are so much, we are capable of so much more than we think we are. Like you're a mother of two, you dealt with postpartum, you're living with, you know, mental health issues 
you're con- creating content, you're building a business, you're building a brand, you're ha- a wife, like all of these different things. And it just goes to show like our capacity as women, our capacity as creatives, our capacity as um, like impact makers is so much more than we know. And you'll never know until you fucking try. Like you will never know. So I, I think, I think, yeah, I think your story is like a perfect example of that, but go ahead, babe, say what you're going to say. Oh, I was just going to say that you took the words of what I've been feeling of you, you don't know, right. I had no vision of from when I, November, right. I had no vision that you and I would be here talking about it or me even saying, Hey, I want to tap into coaching. No way. No way. I wouldn't be like, you're lying. Yeah. Yeah. And it's again, like, it's just hearing you be like, if you are interested in something, try it, allow yourself to be on a journey, release the expectation of perfection. The sooner you can do that, the sooner you can allow yourself to play in something and try something, the more successful you will be secret to success. Like let yourself fuck up and fail a lot. And then you'll probably be successful. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I So go go for it, babe. I was just sharing that uh, on a live today where I was asked, um, how can we let go of fear to go live for the first time? Mm-hmm. And the first time I shared the story of when I went live the first time, uh, my son came in banging on the door. I didn't know how to exit out of the live. I was so embarrassed. And that was that, you know, and I, I was like, well, I tried, I learned, you know, but the next time I, you know, I knew where the button was. I knew what to do. <laughs> I knew how to exit the room. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. That's hilarious. And exactly. It's like, everyone's waiting for this secret. Everyone's waiting for this secret strategy. I find this with business so much. Everybody's waiting for the strategy. And I thought this for years, I thought I'm missing something. Everybody else knows, and I'm missing it. I'm missing the thing. I'm missing the email funnel or the fucking sales strategy or the launch, I'm missing something. And then I finally had this realization of I'm not fucking missing anything, right? Am I going to allow myself to do the damn work and also let it be simple and show up in my expertise and all these different things, right? Like there's more to that, but I often find that, especially in this online space with so many clients that I've worked with, we're all waiting for this thing, this well, this will be the thing that'll really help me. This will be the thing that'll make it easier. And it's like, it's called doing the inner work. It's called healing. It's called letting yourself fuck up. It's called letting yourself be a human and not being perfect, right? There's, there's so much to it, but like, it's just, it's wild. The expectations that we have for ourselves in light of the fact that we're all doing this, you know, it's so funny. Like it's so, we, we, we feel like we're the only one. And yet we have conversations like this and we're wildly reminded that we are not alone and that we have people. And that's again, why I love your platform so much is because you're constantly telling us you're not alone. You're not alone. I'm here with you. I'm experiencing this also. And I'm also doing this as well. Like I'm also talking about makeup or talking about culture or talking about mental health. Like I love just the texture and the duality that like you hold on your platform. It's just really fucking cool. I also love, like, I was actually just having a conversation about this as well. How often as women of color, we often feel like we need to bear this burden of like holding up culture, holding up, like, you know, like healing all of the things, like only talking about race or only talking about politics. And it's like, oh, women of color actually get to talk about like really fun things too. We actually also get to like talk about interior design or talk about makeup or talk about 
tanning or talking, whatever the fuck, like, you know, I just feel like in terms of the online space, women of color have become such like pillars of like strength or like, do you know what I'm saying? Like we're, yeah. we're kind of pushed into this one corner and it's like, mm, we also can be influencers and yeah. we also can have brand partner. Like, does that make sense? Like, makes just, sense. so I'm, I'm big on spaces being able to hold like duality and being able to like speak about these really beautiful things and, and then come back and speak about these other things. So I love that for your space. Okay. Final few questions. What is your dream collaboration? So I've been, I've had a few creatives on recently and I'm, I love just like putting them on the spot and being like, tell us. Um, so if you could pick like one or two brands who you're like, this is it, this is my dream collaboration. Who would it be? I think it would be probably my favorite brands. For example, Elf. I love Elf or NYX. Um, I love drugstore brands, especially because they're, that's what I would always get. That's what I would always gravitate. I'm like, ah, what's a dupe for this? You know, and I would always find it. So I would love, I'm, I'm manifesting. I'm going to work with Elf. I'm putting on the map. Elf. I, yeah, our, our phones are open. Our emails are open. If you know Elf, you send them to Jazz. <laughs> uh, particularly their soap brows for their, you know, that they have. I love yes. that. Um, and so, yeah, Elf, Nyx, um, pretty much right now, I, I'm just honored really to be able to, these brands that I honestly thought little old me that was what I thought. Little old me. I was like, oh my God, they want to send me stuff and how cool and so honored, you know, and now to be able to negotiate a rate and to say, hey, this is my worth. This is what I charge. And, you know, for brands to say, yes, I'm willing to do that. That's also such a, a huge milestone, you know, because yeah. at first I was, I didn't even I didn't even see myself um, because of the fear, because of the limiting beliefs. I honestly thought I, the most I would probably get was gifted collaborations and a few $50 here and there, you know, and now I'm just, you know, I, I'm still in learning, but I feel like I'm so honored that I'm actually getting brands to email me and saying, Hey, Jess, we want to partner with you. And I'm just, again, I look at my email and I'm just like, Oh my goodness you know, so those are, those are my dream collabs. Yes. And also my dream collab, Siete. Oh, <laughs> Mine oh, is yeah. going to revolve around food forever. Here I am. I'm not even like collaborating with any man. So I'm like, Siete, if you want to send anything <laughs> to me, please feel free to, um, <laughs> when I'm back in the U S um, no, but I love that. And I think that's huge. Like Again, like we don't know what we're capable of until we fucking go and try it. You can live in your head for as long as you want. You can play out every scenario in the book, but until you put pen to paper, until you take the action or until you like speak the words, right? Like you're never going to fucking know. And you're probably going to blow your own mind every single time. And I feel like when I look at you, I'm just constantly blown away at just like we use this term like quantum leaping a lot in the coaching space, but like basically all quantum leaping means is like you do something a lot faster than you thought you would do it. And that's what I feel when I see you. I'm like so fast, so amazing. All of the things. 
the I feel because that's happening only because I be I became okay with facing my fears. Totally. And I was like, oh, okay. So if I face my fears again, I'm gonna keep going. Okay, let me mm. find, let me get I got that fear. Oh, okay, let me go get that one and keep going, you know. So yeah. it's almost like my fears are my roadmap to where I'm supposed to be. Oh, we love, I love that. I love that. And it's, yeah, I mean, it's almost like you've made a little bit of a deal with the universe where you're like, okay, I'm feeling some type of way about this. I'm a little scared about this. Like, and I love doing this at the universe as well, being like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to overcome this. I'm going to face this, but I want to learn my lessons quick. And I want to get my blessings even quicker. So those are the deals. So, and you just move forward with it. Like you set the fucking rules of the game, people come on keep up. Um, but I love that babe. And I'm so insanely proud of you. And if you don't already follow jazz, make sure and go and follow her. She's just, she's amazing. Honestly, the explicit Latina-ness, the explicit brownness, the explicit like culture that you exude and just the energy and the space that you hold. It's just, honestly, for me, it's one of a kind. And I just appreciate it so much for my own journey as like a Latina creator and wanting to show up and hold space. So like, I just appreciate you so much. So one, how can people connect with you? Instagram, TikTok, like tell us all of your details. Yes. So on Instagram and on TikTok, I am jazz.ornelas. And on, uh, once you get there, there is, uh, if you are a creative, you want to get into creative and you don't know how to, um, reach out to brands. One of the things that helped me to get my coin, to get my monies Mm -hmm. was I enrolled in influencer platforms. So, because I was doing all this research and I was like, what are influencer influencer platforms? What are these? (laughs) So what I decided was I created this PDF of a list of 20 where you can write down the day that you applied, the day that you are in. So that way it's easy for you to keep track. So if you uh, go over to my TikTok, it's on the link. I'll drop it. I'll put it in the show notes. I'll put the link in the show notes. Thank you. And in, in seconds, you get a list of 20 influencer platforms and you can already start beginning your process to be working with brands. Amazing, amazing, amazing. And we're ready for the workshop. So whenever you're ready to put it out, this is the unofficial announcement. So if you're listening to this, go to Jazz's platform and tell her you can't wait to give her all your money. Um, thank you so much, babe. I've loved chatting with you today and make sure everyone go and hang out with Jazz online because she's best. Thank you. Of course, babe.